You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, what up, what up, real coach JB here, first time this week, uh, had a lot of shit going on man, so I apologize, like I said, I'll get back to three a week here shortly, um, hopefully this pandemic shit's over with too. Man, episode 48, man, almost to 50 already. I just started this shit in December, and it's flown by. Um, quote of the day, man, get you guys back going for the weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Words are like keys. They can either open any door, and they can either shut up any fucking mouth, man. They can open any door and shut any mouth. That's the quote of the day, man. Choose your words wisely, man. I'm one to talk to. Shit, I need to choose my words wisely sometimes, too. Because a bunch of you slap fucking dicks talk shit on Twitter and social media with these uh, fucking behind these keyboards and shit. And, you know, my ass tells it how it is. So I'll respond to your dumb asses. But in reality, I probably shouldn't. But, hey, I didn't say do as I do. I said do as I say. So words are like keys. They open any door and they can shut any mouth. Choose them wisely, man. Um... Women, men, everybody, um, Stogie, all you fucks. Man, there's a lot to talk about, man, real quick. Um, I'm going to go into a Zoom meeting, man. I'm going to talk to a uh, high school uh, here at 4 o'clock West Coast. It's 3 o'clock today, Friday, May 22nd. Um, a lot of shit's happened, I obviously, in the last week or so. Sad day today for the NBA as they attempt to come back and open up the doors again i hear you know june 8th or whatever um you know lakers opened up the doors last week um to the facility i think so so of some other teams but uh jerry sloan man who was just on the last dance head coach for the utah jazz for a lot of years tough nose uh old school guy who actually played for the bulls um passed away today so you know i know he had dementia he had a few things going against him man so Rest in peace to a great, great coach, man, Hall of Famer, Jerry Sloan. Um, he was briefly in that show, Last Dance with Jordan and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, shit, two finals, lost to the Bulls both times. I mean, like Carl Malone said, it is what it is. Um, it was bad timing, shit. Um, but to be the best, you got to beat the best. So uh, Jordan got that done. But like I said, NBA is making an attempt to come back. Um, so is some other things we'll get into, um, Monday, Memorial Day, I'll have a special guest on the offensive coordinator, at University of Colorado, uh, PAC 12 coach Severini, a good friend of mine. He'll be on. We'll discuss the pandemic as regard, regarding recruiting and, um, how the high school and junior college, uh, aspects of is affecting the division one schools and him and at Colorado in particular. And, uh, they've got about three or four of my kids up there. Delrick Abrams just graduated um, from there and got picked up by the Atlanta Falcons. So um, I mentioned that last week, but uh, shout out to Delrick, uh, Big Ugly, I used to call him. Um, but breaking news, man, Vanderbilt, uh, good friend of mine's a head coach there, Derek Mason. They hired the first female and first black female athletic director ever in SEC history. 
So uh, congrats, Coach Mason, for getting that done. He's a good dude. I think she'll give him a, uh, you know, she'll give the brother a, a longer chance to rebuild a tough situation there in Vandy, probably longer than he would have got because I think he was already on the hot seat. Um, you know how this business is. It's result-oriented. And they've been struggling, obviously, since James Franklin left. And uh, I've been there several times, man. It's They don't have great facilities. They're, it's old. Um it's hard to get into school there. I got a kid playing corner there right now, um, Dante uh, from from Indy and uh, Dante Carrier Williams, and it's hard to get in there, man. You got to be a fucking academic uh, star as well, um, not just on the field. So they got a lot of things going against them, and and then you're in the SEC, fucking. You got to play um, who you got to play. So it's a tough gig um, for everybody out there who who wants to hate just because he hasn't won there yet. Um, he'll do, he'll do a good job though. Um, stuff's opening back up. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone has a fucking clue or knows the real truth on the data that's being reported, etc. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, I have no cl- clue, you know, um, Los Angeles trying to shut down longer, you know, San Diego's opening restaurants back up. Um, you know, San Bernardino County's lifted the mask, uh, I think from, you know, mandatory mask wearing. I mean, it's just all fucked up out here. And so I don't know what's going to happen. You know, Trump, Trump, uh, refuses to unveil fucking Obama's picture, uh, last week. I mean, or this past week. I mean, what are we fucking eight years old? What a leader we have. Um, and apparently some news broke, like about 500 doctors apparently told Trump, he needs to open the fucking country back up because more people are dying with other issues like tooth decay and shit like that that can't even go to a dentist that leads to cancer and other cancerous things um, and just different, just a bunch of different ailments that uh, people are dying from because it's not open. So interesting, interesting to hear that. So we're in a fucked up situation. That's why they call it a pandemic and hey, it is what it is. We got to get through it. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, I don't even think the who knows shit. So I don't know if the CDC knows shit. Uh, you know, I'm seeing surgeon general fucking report shit about don't wear masks. Like it's, 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 everybody's fucked up, man. Nobody knows shit. Um, Dennis Rodman's out there reporting that fucking Kim Jong Young probably is dead because his sister's talking more than usual. So we'll see how that all unfolds. Like I said before, that motherfucker is reported dead. Watch this shit. This virus just disappear. That's my fucking conspiracy theorist thought. Um, so high school man in California is in a fragile state. Good news today coming out of California and the Newsom governor, Newsom, you know, he's talking about putting some, some about $4 billion into education um, so we can into community colleges in particular. Um, I don't know if you know, but 30% of the division one signees this year, 2020 were Juco kids, division one throughout the nation. 30% of them were Juco kids. That says a lot. It's not usually that high. Usually it's need based, um, to the power five programs, especially, um, you know, Juco kids go FCS division one FBS all the time, but power five, you know, they're selected far and few between, you know, we obviously had a lot in Indy in three years. Um, 
but more than anybody else in America. But right now, throughout the country, 30% of Division One signees were JUCO kids, probably due to the COVID, um, for the fact that the early signing period and then the, the February period was up in arms. I mean, the GPAs weren't fully... Um, you know, GPAs are a struggle. You know, the kids aren't going to graduate. They, they, they went online. You know, kids that needed Bs to be academically eligible or needed to retake a t- SAT, ACT test probably weren't able to do so or study the appropriate way. Um, so Division One's probably had to go for the for sure shot and go with the JUCO kid that was already graduated or going to graduate, um, which is a lot more sure shot besides the 2.5 GPA. You know, it was probably more for sure to take a JUCO kid um, other than, you know, rather than taking the, the normal high school signees. And so I found that interesting. Um, but, you know, Cali's in a fragile state because community college can drop any time here in California. I'm just telling everybody it's not like the other JUCOs in America. California doesn't need football to sustain um itself they most of the juco's in california just so we know there's 72 football playing junior colleges in california i think there's 71 in the rest of the united states combined so that being said you know there's junior colleges out here a lot of them with over 50,000 students 30,000 40,000 students they don't need football and then there's only 30 people that show up for games so that just tells you football is not very important to administrators out here and if they dropped it i don't believe they would bat an eye, but it would hurt the kids. I believe crime rate would go up. I believe there's a ton of inner city kids that wouldn't have anything to do or go anywhere to go. Um, and junior college being dropped would be detrimental to all of California, Los Angeles, plus the rest of the country that the California kids or junior colleges bring in other kids from out, out of the country or out of the state, um, out of staters. And, uh, it could hurt those kids in other states. So, um, at least with opportunity, you know, there's only, there's only eight playing JUCOs in Kansas. There's one in Georgia. I mean, Arizona dropped, you got Minnesota's non-scholarship. You got, you know, ASA, Brooklyn and Miami. I mean, there's not very many JUCOs outside of California and Kansas. So you got to really weigh your options and, and, and just think about football being dropped. It'll be a huge hit to FTE in California. FT means full-time enrollment. So if kids get if, – if football, for instance, 100 kids per team, you just say, gets dropped, you know, 40%, 50% of classes will also be cut in half because they won't need the instructors. And those things would happen, and then you would have a lot of general ed classes being cut for your general ed requirements to grab your AA degree, and those things would be slowed, and teachers would lose jobs. There would be a lot of, uh, you know, I think a lot of spillover and a lot of repercussions that would happen. And today, Newsom announced he was going to give a big amount of money to education and community colleges in general, even going into 22-23, year 22-23. So that's a good sign. At least it's showing that I don't believe they have a, a desire to cut community college or athletics for that matter. I'm hearing they're going to do an alternative season so maybe community colleges in California this year will start in like January, go through March along with soccer. And uh, I'm hearing soccer would play like on Mondays and Wednesdays, football, leaving football fields open for Saturdays. 
And then the winter sports would begin like in April, May, June, um, basketball, etc. And then that'd be pushed back into uh, like basically spring. And so you would have that. And then hopefully this shit is over and then football will have as rest and can start back to normal time. So it's a good idea. I think um, at least if it, whatever, whatever plan is in place to keep athletics in California community colleges is what I'm going for. So um, I don't care what time of the season. I mean, maybe make a bunch of cuts, you know, don't buy uniforms. Don't, don't do the shit that's not necessities. Uh, you don't need, things that are non-essential um just get through get get these kids some film get them graduated let them get earn scholarships and let's start over um but let's get a season out there and so uh i don't know that's just what's being told interesting about the 500 doctors on a zoom meeting telling trump you know to open back up because there's so much other death that's going to occur if we stay shut down that's interesting to me um but hopefully that allows California high schools to stay intact. And then the community colleges, um, I think they vote in, on June 5th. Um, I think that that's the good news hearing that from our governor in this fucked up state um, today saying that uh, there could be uh, some funding availability. So that shows me that they're at least not thinking about cutting community college athletics, which would be huge detrimental hit. Uh, to the state here. Um, so alternative plans, I think, would be rotating the seasons. That's that's not a bad idea. Um, who knows? Especially the high school. I mean, if high school's got to play, let them get playing. Because they're, they're, I'm just telling you, they're losing opportunities. They're losing scholarships. 51% of Power 5 football programs fund the rest of the entire athletic programs within the Power 5 schools. So that tells you... College football, if they take a hit this year and don't play, as all you guys probably saw, it's reported that $4.1 billion of revenue would be lost. $1.2 billion of that would be strictly from the gate, being lack of fans um, purchasing tickets. You know, Ohio State, Ohio State makes a statement that they can possibly come in maybe social distance with twenty to 25,000 fans. Uh, you know what 20 25,000 fans are selected where's the other 80,000 that's not selected it's just fucked up man I don't know what plans you know what you're gonna do um you know are they gonna be safe for boosters you're gonna still need your student section kids there um is it go to the highest GPA kid I mean just I don't know you know I'm not on those committees I, I don't know um interesting to hear different people talk about different things you know, Michigan holds 110,000. I mean, you're going to bring 20,000 in only. You can't test 100,000. So, you know, are you going to test 200, though? The, the two teams and the coaches and the training staffs and, and administrators and all that? Are you going to wipe the sideline down? I mean, clear as, as, as regarding bodies, are you going to cut it down to only 50 per team? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of things out there that um, these administrators and these People that get the, paid the big bucks have to figure out for the general populated person to watch the game and enjoy it this this uh, summer, fall, or, or spring, for that matter. Who knows? Um, so we'll see. Um, but at least if high school can come back and play some point, at least you won't lose a lot of kids to Nevada and Arizona who are states that are opening. Uh, Georgia's opening. Um you know, there's reports out there that governors was lying about COVID spiking back up because people hadn't heard that there was any COVID 
re, 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 uh, you know, spike, but apparently there maybe has been, but nobody's saying it. Who knows? Nobody knows. Um, I'm about fighting it, not fearing it, but I'm not anyone, um, that's worth a shit. So it is what it is. Um, hopefully we can figure out the best plan, but I know Texas is going to play, uh, toxic buddies of mine who coach there. Texas is fucking Texas. You know, you can shut the world down. Texas is going to play high school football. Um, and those other schools in that state need the funding. They need the money. They need the kids. They need the enrollment to survive. So it's going to be hard to cut football in general in particular, but athletics in general. East Carolina, a Division One school, not a Power 5, but a Division One school, dropped four sports yesterday. I mean, that's saying a lot, man. That's Bowling Green dropped baseball, I heard. You know, that's saying a lot. Um, I mean, those are schools, the Division One schools with some resources, but – they're, they're saying a lot when you're dropping um, four sports. I mean, that tells you how fucked up of an economic crisis we're in. Um, but 30% of Division One signees this year were JUCO kids. So put that in perspective, man. You know, a lot of recruiting um, rocks that have to been turned over here. because, and, and we'll talk about that with Coach Severini on Monday, uh, the OC from University of Colorado. And we'll have a good show on Monday um, and talk about those things. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, but, shit, man, just losing community college in California would be huge. And, um, you know, I don't know. My point is this, though. Where are the Division One programs? The Alabamas, the fucking Clemsons, the Tennessees, all these schools, the Georgias, these, Juco, these schools that recruit JUCO. Where are they at? Because those schools, just so we know, 41% um, of the Power 5 schools, just just Power 5, can sustain not playing for a year. The other 60% or whatever would, would, would probably drop athletics or a, a big portion of it. That just tells you um, how big of a hit this would be. So... Only 41% of Power 5 schools can sustain a hit. I'm sure that's Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee and, you know, maybe Kentucky. Um, Texas A&M, maybe. Missouri, I, I don't know. I mean, but maybe Vanderbilt don't. I don't Maybe Kentucky don't. I don't know. Uh, there's some schools, man, on the lower end there that probably couldn't survive. Um and then who who knows in the Big Ten? I mean, what schools up there? I mean, Iowa State, do they survive? So there's only 41% of Power 5 schools that can sustain a not playing year um, financially. So let that resonate. Um, losing $4 billion as Power 5 is a, is a lot of money, man. Um, now, Bezos at Amazon could fund the whole fucking thing probably for about 20 years and not even fucking see money gone, but... Uh, we know that that guy probably won't do it. Um, but just think about it. One person, damn near about to be a trillionaire, about to be the first fucking trillionaire. Um, hey, but I'm not one of these people that says he's a shitbird because he don't give anyone anything. Um, he earned the motherfucking money, man. I, shit. If it was any of us, you know, we'd all be taking heat too. Um, I'm sure he'll take enough heat to give money to somebody. Um, but we'll see. Um, it's a big deal. So I don't know, man. Um, but you know, 
the SCs, the Clemsons, the Alabamas, these Power Five schools, these Oregon's, why they don't help these JUCOs out if that's what they're going to need to recruit? Because if with the state of high school football not being, especially in the big recruiting states, Florida, California, Texas, Georgia, Ohio, with it being unknown, how about saving the JUCOs so you can continue to play and have some kids to recruit and use if you if you just fucking recruited 30 percent of juco but guess what man a lot of those d1s they only need you when they fucking need you and uh i don't know if i was somebody big i'd be telling asking those guys for some resources man hey why don't you guys help us out why don't you help us do this this and this i know you can help us with some jerseys fund something help us with something but that's just me um so i don't know you lose JUCO, I'm just telling you, it's going to be a fucking trickle down, and you're going to have some issues. JUCO is the common denominator between the high school and the four-year, and without JUCO, um, you just understand something. The high school non-qualifier is now fucking gone. He's in the job force, he's in the workforce, and he is a non, nobody will ever know who he is. And he has no shot. And the four-year school loses probably 30% of student-athletes to recruit if there's no JUCO. That's this year. Next year, it might be 50%. Who knows? Because it's so hard to get out of high school nowadays. It's so hard to get to pass the test. It's culturally biased tests any fucking way. So that's a whole other ball game. We could talk about that forever. I'm just ranting about getting some help. Um, I know they're all... F- you know, fiending for themselves and fending for themselves, man. But shit, you better start helping these little men out that, that you're going to need because you always fucking need us. But when it comes down to us, not a lot of JUCO coaches get hired by you guys. And you ain't helping a lot of coaches and programs out. So real recognizes real. The truth hurts. And ignorance is life-threatening all in one. Help the fucking little man so they can keep sustained so you guys can have fucking bodies to fill the fucking stands um, and seats in your damn classes. But that is what it is. Um, golf came back, uh, but Adam Scott won't come back until July if anyone in the world gives a flying fuck. I just throw that out there. Um, Roy McElroy, uh I guess Rory, um, what the fuck's his name? Rory... Um, McElroy refuses to play with Trump based on some views, I guess. <laughs> if anyone in America gives a fuck. Um, so let's get into the last dance, man. I watched it final, all 10 shows. Jordan's taking heat for all this last dance uh, shit. It's funny, man, that a show makes cats blurt out shit. And the Pippins now come out blurting shit out. Horace Grant now comes out blurting shit out. Because they look bad, blah, blah, blah. Without Jordan, they don't win one title. Jordan retired, and what did they do with Pippen? I wish I could hear answers back because it's funny to me, man, when people, like I said, hate me now, love me later, man, because would you sacrifice and win six titles over being motherfucked, cussed out? No harm was ever, in t- no harm was ever done to you. Your ego's hurt right now because a show came out, the most watched show in fucking United States history came out during the pandemic where all eyes on you, Tupac, and you fuckers now are fucking 
crying over, you know, now you got sour grapes and you guys want to call Jordan out. Like, motherfucker, why didn't you do it in person then? See, some old cowardly ass shit. Fucking, this shit is unbelievable to me how soft motherfuckers are, man. And little kids are looking up to you cats. Pippin, you ended up getting paid when you left. Fucking Horace Grant, shit. Just so you guys know, Horace Grant, his whole family went, went uh, Harvey Grant and his family all went to Independence Community College in Kansas. Uh, they won a national championship in basketball back in the day. So they all went there. Reuben Patterson also went to Indy, who was supposedly the Kobe stopper. I remember Kobe had like 50 on him one night. But you guys come out now because your butt's hurt, your feelings are hurt, and because you're on a show, and a guy that took you to those titles was hard on you. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Quick comparing. that Those tapes, by the way, were shot 25, 20, 30 years ago. So all that shit, what are you going to do, change those words? And I didn't see Jordan bashing him present day on all those little fucking laptop iPad sh- uh, shots they showed. He was just telling the real. And Jordan's a cluted-ass cat. I mean, he he don't give a fuck. But now all these people are butthurt. You know, the, the, the Grant and the... And, the, and I, I, I've heard from multiple sources that Grant did snitch on some shit. So... I don't think he was just going to say it. Now, Jordan coming out talking about cocaine was being done and, and females and all that shit. That's that's snitching, too. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, they all did it. But I'm just saying, don't come out now um, crying over spilled milk because you're on a show that everybody saw and you're getting blown up on social media that you're a fucking bitch and da-da-da and all that. Um, the one that should be bitching is fucking... is uh, Shit, I can't think of his name right now since I'm doing this live, but uh, Burrell um, from UConn. Shit, he was getting the most heat from Jordan, and he still praises Jordan to this day. So, because he was a winner and wanted to win. Plus, he won at UConn, though. He knows how it was under Calhoun. Winners know how to win, man. Losers know how to fucking cry about it and, and, and keep keep being losers. Hate me now, love me later, man. Shit, we got results. It's a result-oriented world we live in. The Bulls won six titles. They won zero without Jordan. So they had two shots without Jordan. What happened? Why didn't they win it? So matter of fact, they traded Grant. So what does that tell you? He wasn't that good. So, I mean, I'm just saying, man, it's it's funny. Quit comparing eras, man. You can't compare eras. Some say athletes are better now. But remember, when pretty athletes get hit in the fucking mouth, shit stops real fucking quick. I'm telling you right now, this LeBron James fucking talk is a non-comparison. Jordan's compared to Kobe. That's it, in my opinion. And I think a lot of people came out over the last two weeks and have said the same thing. Um, You know, I know Paul Pierce is taking heat for not having LeBron in his top five. Put Kobe in there. But Kobe being number nine in that whole bullshit is unbelievable, man. And Kobe's the only one that could have really took some heat and took took those regular fouls back in the day, which are now called flagrant two fouls. Man, they got a video out there, LeBron flopping all over the fucking place. That's your guys' goat? That was the caption. This is your goat? And this motherfucker's faking, flopping every which way. Come on, have you ever seen Kobe and Jordan fake flop down shit, do that shit? Or even take a fucking um, load management day? And LeBron don't take load management. I don't, I'm not saying that about LeBron. I think LeBron's a great athlete. Maybe the greatest athlete to play, uh, maybe him and Shaq, as far as athleticism for their size and speed and agility. But as far as skill set and winner and 
that's Jordan and Kobe, man. Come on, not even close. And the number, the best player ever, I think the most dominant player ever has got to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So just it goes unnoticed, man. Like he gets, he's very, very underrated, man. Um, it's unbelievable to me. Um, from what he did, he's never lost a game in high school, and I think he lost one in college. And fuck, how many titles did he win? Um, you know, what's he got, 10 titles between high school and in an NBA 11. I don't know. So, um, I'm just telling you, it's uh, it's very interesting, man. I don't think this pretty athlete flop fake shit gets by in the eighties, nineties, even yeah. Eighties, nineties. Don't see it. Um, Rodman, Mahorn, Lambeer, Kevin McHale, Parrish, Cartwrights. Those guys would have floored LeBron. They would have floored all these other dudes. And there would have been no fucking flagrant, and you would have had to keep playing. And there ain't going to be no flopping. And remember, there was no zone defense back then, just so you know. There was no zone. So the help defense that collapsed on your ass was coming to bring pain, and that's what happened. The zone came in because of fucking Shaquille O'Neal. They put a fucking zone in the NBA. Without that, shit, you don't understand. I think three-point shooting is so much better in the NBA nowadays than it used to be. Because there's nobody in your face. It's zone now. A fucking three-point shot is what you're looking for against zone defense. I know that shit. Um, I got a little hoop skills and, and, and know about the hoop. Don't trip. Shout out to my man, Mark Jones, who was on Last Dance. Good dude. Uh, ESPN. Um, but quick comparing errors. You can't compare it. It's impossible. I think athletes are better now. No question about it. I don't think skill is as good as it was. I don't think you have Larry Bird no more, the guy that can shoot, pass, rebound, dribble, um, use his left hand. The left hand for right hand is non-existent nowadays. It's not being coached. It's not taught. It's not, it's not even a part of fundamentals. Um, back in the day, Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Olajuwon, them motherfuckers, man, were skillful. You know what I mean? Shaq wasn't a skillful kid. He, couldn't, he had no skill. He was just the most dominant big man of all time. And didn't need a lot of skill. But those other guys, man, they were very skilled. You don't have those guys now. You got Steph Curry, who's a skilled kid, and KD, obviously. Um, Harden, I mean, you don't. You think Harden was going to play back then? Come on, man. Um, he went to my high school, and he wouldn't have made it. Um, so I'm just, think, I'm just saying um, they would not have had a title without Jordan. So quit bitching and moaning, man. Put your big boy pants on. Shut the fuck up. Now that you, you're out there, just like me on Last Chance You. I mean, shit. You see me for 16 hours. They film me for 3,000 hours. Common sense as a grown person tells you there's more to the fucking story. So quit being so fucking judgmental and quit feeling sorry for everybody. All you young, all them coaches and everybody I'd cussed out. I was there to get you where you could not get yourself. Quit feeling sorry. Um, 13 coaches got Division One jobs. Fuck. I don't feel sorry. Hate me now, love me later. 101 kids went Division One. I. I don't feel sorry for cussing them out to get them where they could not get themselves. So stop feeling sorry for yourselves. Get over yourself. And uh, can't believe I'm on episode 48, man. Um, damn near going to be 50. I'll have a special 50 uh, episode uh, guest. Um, but like I said, stay tuned Monday for Coach Severini, OC at Colorado. Um but this episode was brought to you by um, betonline.ag, 
while you're waiting this out at home, like we still fucking are, um, you can still have some fun betting with our partner, betonline.ag. No NBA, no NHL, no Major League Baseball, still no baseball. But no, don't worry. BetOnline still has hundreds of games, events, and sports to wager on. NASCAR is back. Golf is back. Madden and NBA 2K simulations. There's a 10,000 Madden bracket challenge. UFC is back. Casinos are opening up, but you got online casino with poker and blackjack on BetOnline. And coming up next Saturday, or excuse me, coming up next Sunday, BetOnline has ex-Chicago Bulls Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper joining to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they are calling the final dance. So I just talked about it. Um, they'll be on BetOnline, and you can ask questions. There is still fun to be had, so go to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Episode 48, it's crazy. Like I said, episode 49, I'm going to have Coach Cheverini, University of Colorado, and... On Monday, and uh, and then um, and then episode fifty, I'll have a special guest. I'll let you guys know who that is later on. But thirty percent of Division One signees, man, were JUCO kids. That's a shocker, man. That should open some people's eyes. Hopefully, some people with some some br- higher uh, upper brass uh, administrators see that. But shout out to uh, first uh, female black athletic director in SEC history out at Vanderbilt. That's good for Coach Mason and. Uh, I think that's a great, great uh, stepping stone. You know, the NFL tries to throw that bullshit in your face to kind of fix the Rooney rule, and they do that bullshit saying you get draft picks if you hire a minority. That shit was ridiculous, man. First of all, I wouldn't even want to coach you if I just if we hired you just so I could get a draft pick because that means I can't even coach you um, without being on pins and needles and walking on eggshells. Like, And if anyone says different, they're lying. They don't want to coach that. And if you're a minority male, that's a real cat, like I know, they don't even want those jobs. I've talked to a ton of them. They don't want that shit. So I thought that was a fucking joke. Again, Goodell shows to be inferior of a leader. Um, Adam Silver, I think, is the best leader of professional sports right now. Um, What he's done and how he's done it, how, you know, precise he is and how concise he is and how um you know direct he is and how he's he's handling his business um for the nba i think is the best leader we have um in uh professional sports right now goodell's the highest paid and 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 acts like a fucking idiot sometimes man he does some shit that just blows my mind but you know nfl man lowest paid professional sports of the big three and uh the hardest sport to play and generates the most revenue and is the most watched sport and get what the lowest paid still doesn't make sense to me, but I know we wear a helmet. So marketability is very, very shitty. And that's why you don't know half the people are probably 90% of NFL players. None of you guys can tell me who an O lineman or a D lineman is. If you saw them in fucking Walmart tomorrow, that's because we wear a helmet and we can get into that another day. But, uh, for me, man, this is uh, episode 48. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I said, I'll be back Monday. Uh, you guys enjoy the holiday weekend. Stay safe. Wear a mask or don't. Don't be a fuck stick. Don't be a slap dick. And definitely don't be a shit bird, man. It's the real coach, JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, man,
15 for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Best fight of God, man. I'm just telling you. I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk.